one. Welcome to Flip the Score. I'm Alex. I'm Andrew. I'm Josh. And tonight, boys, this is episode 100. We have done it. We have done 100 episodes. It's kind of crazy to think about once I keep saying it. Like, holy fuck, we've been doing this a while. And for our 100th episode tonight, we are going to do our 2022 Game of the Year, or GOATI. And tonight we're going to be doing it a little interesting. I like the idea. Uh, We're going to do five top five or, or top five games of the year. Uh, we're going to do a few games uh, from past years that we're still playing or we still like, of course. And we're going to do five games in 2023 that we're excited to play. But before we do any of that, let's talk about games that we have been uh, kind of playing. Anything that we've been kind of finishing up here to end the year. Anything we've been catching up on. Uh, Josh, what have what have we been playing here, man? Uh, Witcher three, that's <laughs> all I've been Me playing. Me too. Same. Week. I've been playing a little bit of that too. Um, I'm uh, I'm I'm loving it. It's I'm, I'm just reminded all the time, like just how great a game it is. Uh, I do have I do have some nitpicks with the update, and really? it's some it's some stuff that I also saw in Digital Foundry's uh, kind of review of the update. Um, so whenever something happens in the game, like it has to pop in like new textures, like if you use like a, like a witcher potion, or if you have like a, if you complete, a quest, <laughs> if you complete a quest and it shows you how much experience you get and then it makes, um, uh, it's, it says like, you know, quest completed or whatever. It has, it has to load in textures and it, the game just lags for just a split second because it has to load in assets. And then it, it just, it's just really jarring because it kind of just takes you out of it. Um, a blender's a glitch to where when that happens, it's like the game has to catch up. And so the camera moves super quickly for like half a second. And there's a, there's times where I'm fighting enemies and something will happen to where maybe girl will level up or I'll, I'll kill an enemy and, and I'll get some kind of not- notification and the game will stutter, and then suddenly it's moving super quick, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what the fuck's going on?" Um, and then an, another oh. thing, another thing with the update I'm seeing on PS5 is that there's so much uh, texture pop out to where I'll be running through um, like grass, and I'll see just a bunch of foliage, and then it'll suddenly like probably like 40, 50 percent of the foliage will just suddenly pop out. Oh, I don't. I've, I've had zero of those issues. And it's it's almost like it, it's almost like the game is like uh you know holy shit we put in too much we gotta scale it back. Um uh, so Alex, are you playing on performance or are you playing on ray tracing? Uh which is the performance one with the sixty? Yes, because yes. that's what I'm playing on. Because that I, I noticed such a major difference in the gameplay of what I played before to this that, that sixty FPS is like if I didn't have this, I don't I wouldn't play this again. Like yeah. it really makes everything move and look so much better the combat actually feels really good in 60 like i feel like i'm doing like smoother combos and i'm actually like having fun with it and i've only i've only done up to the uh mission where you go find the griffin like i haven't played that much but i've played Mm -hmm. enough where like you can notice a difference in the game oh yeah and it's it, it looks fucking incredible though like you can just sit there for a couple minutes and just admire the area and admire all the scenery and it's like dude this Looks like a game that was just made this year. It's fucking yeah. even like the cutscenes look pretty good for how old this game is. Like fuck, this still looks really good. 
Yeah, I'm loving how like if the sun is rising or setting, it just oh, it just it, it just looks so good. And then so um, you know, I, I'm playing on a performance too, and you're right about the combat that you know it's so fluid now. And I, I love like you know, in the past when when it was sturdy, it wasn't as easy for me to do the combat, but now when you know, since it's so fluid, you know, enemy comes at me, I press circle, Daryl yep. does just a sidestep. And it's just, it, just, it just makes me feel like a fucking badass. Um, just slice him down. Oh, so good. And then and then with the uh, with the with the quick casting for signs, I'm using signs a lot more often than I did in my first oh, playthrough. Well, how do you quick cast? I maybe maybe it's something I have to learn. But there's well, uh, it's so the there's setting a, you got to change in there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I don't remember. I th- is the setting is it just called quick casting either? I don't remember. Yeah, it, it's not on by default, so you have to go on. It's, it's, it's so, so it's in, it's in it's in one of the settings menus. Like yeah, yeah. I think I think it's in gameplay. Um, and so quick casting when you when you uh, when you toggle it on what happens is when you hold in right trigger okay. um so, uh the all the face uh, uh cross square triangle circle and then l2 uh become buttons that are specifically for certain signs so okay. cool. so for example uh across is for um axie so you can do like your force push um or actually no is that ard I think Ard. I'm oh, sorry. Ard is. I'm, Ard I'm is, sorry. You mean X? it's not cross, by the way. I'm, let's just fucking establish this. It's not cross because I'm not a fucking. I'm sorry. Uh, are we fucking British? British? You lost the. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Cross, isn't it? Cross, <laughs> fine. Isn't it? The the X button becomes Ard, where I'm you do your, fuck. you do your force push. Um, L L two becomes uh, Igni. Uh, okay. Triangle is uh, Yurden. Which Yurden is like it? I, I love using that against um, uh, like specters and ghosts and stuff. Is that the one that traps um, them? I yeah. Love well, it, it I don't I don't know if it traps them. It's more like when they're in the circle, they take a lot more damage. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but I, I do like that one too. I think that's probably my favorite besides the fire. And then I think there's I think there's upgrades you can get to where it increases the radius of the circle. Um, but yeah, it's um, I I was playing earlier and I went into a I went into a monster gun and I I got my shit wrecked by a level twenty monster when I'm only level, I'm only level six. Um, no so God, okay, I, fuck. Uh, that's that's why uh, before you go into a monster den, always save because you don't know what you're gonna find in there. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's I. Looking forward to to playing more of it, getting further in the story, um, and then there's a that kind of like DLC quest for uh, Witcher gear that based on the show that I that I, I still need I need to figure out how to how to start that quest so I can do it. Oh, okay, so that's a quest. You don't just find it. Yeah, there's a there's a new quest, but I'm not sure where. I think it's someone you talk to to activate the quest. Uh, I'll just have to look online to find out where to find the person. I don't even know what level you're supposed to be at for it. So, um, and uh, Witcher Three is that's that's all I've been playing. Okay. Um, Andrew, have you been playing at all? Okay, Andrew. Uh, he. Uh, oh, sorry, maybe... I was muted. I was muted. Yeah, I was talking. <laughs> okay, have you been playing? Yes, I <laughs> I have been playing. I'll just repeat everything I just said. Oh, uh, God, 
<laughs> um, those issues that Josh was running into, uh, those are not prevalent on PC. Those are not there. I've been playing on uh, PS5, and I haven't noticed much of it. So. Yeah, so... Um, and I would I would notice that kind of stuff. Um, but I have been playing on the on PC. They added in a, a ultra plus mode for a graphical option. Um, ultra and I've been, plus mode. Yeah, so I've been playing on that, and it basically like makes stuff sharper, makes uh like clothes like even better quality, makes the draw distance further, adds more like foliage and people. Um, just yeah, adds like yeah, the more PC immersion. master race here. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so uh, I've been playing that. Um, same as Jack, having a lot of fun with it. Uh, and then, so I went and beat. I did the second ending in God of War, uh, Ragnarok, oh, okay. uh, two nights ago. So I did the the funeral scene with uh, Brock. Um, have you have, have we, you done have, that? Yeah, Alex? yeah. Have have we all done that? No, I have not. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, but that's fine. What is it exactly? So basically, you just go you go back to Spartelheim. And uh, you go to like the tavern, and Brock's in there, and they and like some of the other dwarves are in there, and they tell you like, "Hey, we're taking him to this other area uh, to give him a." Would you call that a Viking funeral, Josh? Yeah, it's 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 what it was. You know, Alex, they put you in a boat down uh, down a stream, and then someone shoots a fire arrow to your boat. Ooh, and, that's cool. Yeah. yeah so, cool. um, and so uh, they they do that and. Uh, um, Sindri shows up, you know, he's very depressed. Uh, Kratos tries to say something and Sindri's like pretty much like fuck off. Uh, and apparently there's a lot of people upset. They talked about this on Sacred Symbols. There's a, a large amount of fan base that's upset that Sindri didn't forgive Atreus and Kratos. Well, why would he? But my thing is like, and they, they talked about this too, and I kind of agree with this, is like, that's not how life works all the time. Yeah, you, you don't know? have to. You don't have yeah, to forgive like, somebody. You can be cool with somebody. You can be fine with someone, but you don't have to forgive yeah. them. You can but still also, like, sure. You know? But also, sometimes shit happens in life, and yep. someone will never forgive you, and they'll, and they'll never be. You you just they'll never be like um. They they won't ever closure. Like, be the same. Yeah, exactly. And and so, trust me, tr- trust me. That's the hardest part of a lot of stuff is the closure part of it. Like, I understand yeah, no. why people think that, like, uh, that's something that should have happened. But I also think it's important that it didn't happen because it kind of shows that, like, not everything in that game and, like you said, in life is a neat, tidy bow. That there really yeah. is, as you continue on in life, people are not going to like you. People are going to have issues with you. And I like that it's kind of a, I guess I wouldn't even call it a common thing, just like a uh, normal human element to the game kind of is, is is really cool i think um i'm I, I wish i'm happy that he didn't forgive them i think that's a cool thing they can bring back in in yeah. whatever game they make next um yeah. and then also like in in the game in the game story in the game universe brock had died like two days prior this wasn't like wait that was two oh, days prior Oh, I don't. I don't know exactly what the time was, but it wasn't that long before that. You know? So it's not like you know, give oh, the man. Oh. It's like give the man some time to process through everything, and and maybe then he would be more open to to talking. But it's like so so soon after Brock's death, like yeah, I'm, I wasn't surprised that he 
he wanted yeah to, and it's you know. it's also it's great storytelling in that i don't think that it's necessarily that he doesn't want to forgive kratos and atreus i think it's also that he is in pure self self-loathing stage because he is realizing that because he had that uh creature revive him the first time now he does not get an afterlife because he does not have a soul and so brock is he's literally gone so even when cindy dies he'll never he won't see him in the afterlife yeah. and cindy knows that like because of what he did he'll brock didn't get the like eternal life in, in the afterlife and so he's self self-loathing and knowing that it's his fault yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, fantastic storytelling. Um, uh, and then, and then you're, you're you're forgetting one part, Andrew. Um, at at the very end of it, um, after Sindri disappears, um, Kratos starts kind of walking, and then he hears Mimir go, a hole. Oh yeah. yeah. And and then uh, Kratos goes, what? And then Mimir goes, a hole. That's what gets bigger the more you take away from it. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I honestly, I was watching it, and I actually got a little misty-eyed when he said that because I was like, I can only imagine how I would be if something happened either or vice versa. And it's like, it's, it's true. It's like a hole. It just yeah. gets bigger the more you, the more you take away from it. Yeah. Yep. Um. But yeah. So I think that it, that probably put a pin in it for me. So I don't think, I don't think I'm gonna try and platinum the game like Josh did. Um, oh come on <laughs> how so how how close do you think uh you are to getting everything and well considering like considering that i've only beaten two of the special bosses um it's not really something i, I care to do and then okay. um and then also uh oh fuck yeah Sorry, I'm watching the game in my tight end. Dude, okay, so so uh, okay, just to like chime in about that game, there was a fucking eight first down, eight first down drive by the Jaguars. Yeah, eight fucking. Yeah, they had a um, it was a 95 yard drive. That's insane. Yeah, so fucking crazy. Um, anyway, but uh, I was kind of craving some more God of War. And okay. so what I did was I went and downloaded God of War 3 Remastered. Oh, cool. And on yeah, so, PS4? Or PS4. I mean, PS4. it's the PS4 version I'm playing on PS5. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And this game released in 2015, I think. Um, and Damn, really? Yeah, so I, I beat this game when it came out in 2010, and I've not played it since. Um, but, and I'm... I vaguely remembered just a little bit of it, but I'll tell you what, this game is fun as hell. The combat in the old God of Rames is fucking on point. The story is obviously, you know, it's just Kratos being a lunatic, just like I want to kill any god that gets in my way. Um, And I'll also say that even though this is the game that came out 12 years ago, there is some really cool graphical stuff in this game that is like, wow, I can't believe they did that. Like, there is some like really cool reflections on some of the the like the marble flooring or like walls in some of the area that looks like damn near like ray tracing the way they did it. Um, and this game was really far ahead of ahead of its time when it came to like uh, graphical touches. Um, and yeah, I'm just having a, a lot of a lot of fun with it. Some of the 
I've killed, I think, three or four gods in my playthrough so far. And, man, these kills are so much more grotesque than the the kills that on the gods that Kratos does in the new God of War games. Um, but, like, he literally picks Hermes up by his leg and just chops off one leg, drops him. Hermes crawling away <laughs> on his one leg. And then as Kratos, you just slowly walk up to him and then grab him by the other leg. And you have to, you hold in R2 and he puts his, his, uh, his blade of chaos up to it. And you hold it there as long as you fucking want to. And then when he let go, and then when he let go of R2, he just slices through his other, his slices other leg off. (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's grotesque. Like, (laughs) I love it. Yeah, I've. I, I have read lines. Some people are like, you know, like, hey, you know, Kratos killed a lot more gods in the in the first in in the first trilogy than he did in in these in these in these two modern God of War games. Um, and then I'm like, well, yeah, but he was also a lot more violent, and he was out for blood. And then and then in this game, it was just more. He was just playing defense. Yeah. Um. And I forgot that. I mean, I learned this before I started playing the, through this game again. But finding out that Christopher Judge did not do the voice of Kratos in the older games, and who so it's it? a, I'm not sure who who the voice is, but it's a different voice. It's 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 a little bit higher pitch. It's still a low voice, but it's definitely not Christopher Judge, and it is kind of weird, um, hearing a different voice do Kratos now. Uh, it was a guy named T.C. Carson. Okay. Uh, but yeah. I'm, Having a decent amount of fun with it. Uh, oh, and did you know that uh, Christopher Judge's first name is not Christopher? Is it, that's his middle name? Yeah, Christopher's a middle name. His first name that's, is Douglas. Oh, Douglas, okay. I don't like that at all. Douglas yeah. Christopher? Yep. Doug Judge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Douglas Judge. Oh, yeah. Ugh, now I see why he changed it. Fuck. Yeah. Let's see. And then what else have been playing? Um, I mean, a little bit more Call of Duty. Um, oh, I, I did play. I've played a couple hours of High on Life now. Okay. And I I want to keep playing it. But, like, I like the comedy in it. But the, the gameplay in it leaves a lot to be desired. It, it's really <laughs> generic. Um, and I don't know if, if it's going to keep me going or not. Okay. So we'll see though. And I think that's it for me. Okay. Um, uh, like so, I said, um, sorry, I was just going to mention that uh, T.C. Carson voiced Kratos in the first three God of War games and God of War Ascension. Um, and then also in Kratos in uh, <laughs> Everybody's Golf 5, in which Kratos was a downloadable character. Okay, then. Okay. Did he also voice him in the PSP games? Uh, no, he did not. Um, oh. He he also voiced Kratos in Soul Calibur, Broken Destiny, and Mortal Kombat on PS3. So I wonder who voiced Kratos in the PSP games. I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up while Alex, what were you going to say? Oh, she's going to talk about what happened. Oh, please. Okay. So, uh, Witcher, of course. Uh, and then I've been playing uh, a little bit of Pokemon Violet still. Uh, I did a star 
uh, a team, or what are they called? I think they're called like Team Star or whatever, like the equivalent of Team Rocket, uh, one of their bases, which is actually pretty interesting. So you go in and it's each type, but it's like a fire, water, you know, uh, grass, all that shit. So you go in there and it's basically just this giant area where you have to throw your Pokemon out, kind of like you did in Arceus. And they go and fight just random uh, Pokemon that are sitting outside. You can defeat 30 of them. And then once you defeat 30 Pokemon, the boss comes out, which is just a trainer, and you fight the Pokemon, and then you win. Um, it's actually pretty cool. Um, I did a couple more of the Titan Pokemon, which is just the large Pokemon. I uh, did a couple more raids. Uh, it's a really, you know, it's a fun game with all the flaws it has. It's still a very fun game. Uh, I haven't played a lot of that. Keep talking about it. I've also played... Sorry, the time. I have also played. Oh, I also played the Street Fighter Six beta. That was this weekend. Uh, oh, I played nice. about ten ma- I played about ten matches. Uh, I am very bad at fighting games. I keep getting my ass kicked all the time, but it is a really well made game. It is a really fun game. Uh, it's not hard. You just have to be good, and I'm not good. But uh, I think it's really cool. I can't wait for the next beta that I'll be able to get into. Uh, and yeah, that is all I've been playing. Were you able to turn on the like, um, because they're adding in like the such an easy combo? For, uh, I would say, for lack of a better term, they're adding in like the baby ass <coughs> game mode for fighting. Not games. that I saw, but I also didn't pay attention. But they also only had yeah. it be the online uh mode, okay. nothing else yeah. just online. So, what uh characters did you play as? Ryu Ken, I believe his name is Jake. Uh, did and did, uh, did, did you see them feet? Oh, Ryu's got some big feet. Dude, no joke. His feet are so fucking large. That's the first thing I know. I was like, dude, you are huge, bro. Ryu is yoked, huge feet. Who knew the pump and iron also made your feet grow? Oh, yep. you, do, you, you, you know, if you do it leg day, you get your feet big. You know how it is. So. Um, and uh, do you guys know in the history of Street Fighter, have they ever been into like adding like uh licensed characters? Oh, uh, shit, I don't know. I don't think they I really have been. so because I, I know they probably wouldn't, but it would be so cool they put Johnny Lawrence and uh Daniel LaRusso in uh Street Fighter, yeah. I think that, that's more of like a Soul Calibur thing and like yeah. a Mortal Kombat thing. Um, uh, I don't even know, like, uh if like Tekken, if they've been, if they've ever been, ever been into adding licensed characters, I don't think so. But um, Alex, do you play anything else? Nope, that's all I've been playing. All right, uh, so let's move on to some news. Hmm, let's see which. Let's let's start here. So apparently, through a survey. It is it is being um, uh, some people think there's a chance that Microsoft will release a cheaper ad supported Game Pass tier. Um, okay, you so, know what? Before before we go on, let me tell you something that Disney Plus did without telling us. So Disney okay. Plus now puts ads at the beginning of each movie that you watch and in the middle as well. I was there was mm. no emails, there is nothing I've seen about it. 
and it's very jarring because you'll sit there like we watch a lot of Toy Story or Cars. So we're watching Toy Story and all of a sudden it just goes to a fucking commercial and I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? When did this start happening? And I'm not even kidding. Yeah. It happened out of nowhere. Um, and I, you know, usually they like, for for um, instance, Xfinity sent me an email saying, hey, there's now late fees for stuff. Okay, fine. Yeah, I got that. But, also, not, yeah. but not once did Disney Plus ever give me an email saying, hey, you are now in an ad only subscription service. So like, yeah. I don't know if that's something we knew about and I've just never saw it or it's something I bypassed, but um, it is a lot more prevalent in random streaming services and they just don't tell you. Yeah, that, that, that is weird. Um, so um, Alex, I've, I've watched some Disney Plus stuff recently uh, and I don't have ads, but I wonder if that's because I also subscribe to Hulu with no ads. So do I. Ooh, huh. I don't have the Hulu no ads though, but I do yeah, have Hulu. I, and yeah, the ESPN, I, ESPN Plus package as well. Yeah, I play. Uh, I play. I pay for Hulu with no ads, and I have it bundled. So I wonder if that's why okay. I don't get ads. That I'm might be probably. Yeah. Um. So anyway, in this survey, um, it uh the survey which appeared on Reset Era uh, appears to ask whether players would be willing to pay lower amounts than the standard Xbox Game Pass monthly fee in exchange for some limitations on the subscription. One option would see players pay a lower fee but have access to first-party Xbox titles on a delay, which could be as much as six months. A reduced tier could also see integrated ads as part of the service. However, it is not clear how these ads would manifest. Um, so, like, for example, like, people don't know if it means, like, just if you go to, like, where the game section is, is just is there just going to be, like, ads mixed in with the games? Or, like, if you're playing a game, or they're actually going to be like ads to where it's like you're playing and like it goes through a cutscene and then like after the cutscene it's like here's an ad your game will resume in 30 seconds or something like that. Um, you're you're playing Gears of War and every time you chainsaw somebody an Arby's logo comes up it says Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have you know we have the beats. Yeah. I would yeah. absolutely fucking subscribe if I got ads <laughs> the most weird times. Like you're sitting there about to like um about to like uh. uh about to like fucking uh you know start a game of Halo and all of a sudden just an ad for like tampons or something. Yeah, oh fine. God. Give me like give me weird placement of ads that I actually would be pretty funny. Or right. like put them in game where like you're running around and you just see some weird ads. Like, yeah, that's fine. I'll take that. That's fine. You get um uh you start a game of Halo and it says brought to you by Halo, uh low carb ice cream. <laughs> yep. So is, is this? Uh, I'm, I mean, I already pretty much know the answer, but is this something you guys would be interested in? Absolutely not. Yeah, I no. hate ads so yep. fucking much. I hate how cluttered and fucked up the fucking Xbox UI is. That like, dude, I was I just, just about to mention that. Oh like, god, it's so irritating, man. Yeah. Like, here's an ad for a game, and then here's an ad right next to it for the same fucking game, just a weird yeah. and different ad. It's like, yep. god damn it, I don't want to conceive this, but. Or it's like okay. an ad for a, uh, um, you just have games and there's like an ad for like a a a, a razor. Yeah, next to it. it's like, like what does this have to do with anything I'm doing? Like yeah, yeah. I mean, I that's so, that's why I do like the the PS5 like UI, like the home screen and everything, because it's you just got games and every once in a while you get like a <laughs> PlayStation Store ad, but other than that, like you're not unless you. Unless you go into the PlayStation Store, I don't really think you see ads. Yeah. No, and if it's an ad, it's an ad for something that you've 
like been in a group in or that you've played and it's something that's like kind of relevant as opposed to Xbox where it's just like here's an ad for things and it's like mm, it's kind of yeah but uh, obviously this is not confirmation that this would even happen it could just be Microsoft testing the waters or just seeing how fan reaction is um, but if anything I'm it'll probably be a while before we'd actually hear anything um, right Let's see. Moving on. Uh, tell me if you heard this before. An Assassin's Creed game has leaked. Holy shit! No <laughs> way! Which one is this? Is this Assassin's Creed Violet or Emerald so, or something? Leaked Assassin's Creed game codenamed Jade. Uh, ah! I game... wanted to say Jade, but it didn't sound right. Yeah. Um, so gameplay has appeared online. Uh, the game takes place in ancient China and will allow players to create their own character. Um, right. Which is it's kind of cool. Um, oh, this is a, a mobile title. I didn't even realize. Yeah, what? yeah, it's a, mo- it's a mobile. Oh, yeah. A mobile, the mobile title, which takes place in ancient China, is billed by Ubisoft as a AAA RPG. I'm sorry. If you're a mobile game, you're not a AAA RPG. <laughs> um, let's see. It says it's unplanned when this is planned for. Re- it's it's unknown when this is planned for release. Um, yeah, I now don't give a shit about the story. If I knew this was a mobile game, I wouldn't even have included it. <laughs> uh, it shows you how much I read the story, right? Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm not even gonna ask you guys' opinion because I I don't oh, care. Oh <laughs> uh. Let's see. Next story. Uh, Gorilla confirms it is working on a Horizon online co-op game. Because they are going to fucking bury this game. Like, they're going to make so many Horizon games that people are going to be like, we don't, we hate Horizon now. This is going to be, this is going to become the new Assassin's Creed for PlayStation. I I guess it's just suck. I guess it just depends as long as they can keep innovating and keep the, um, keep the formula just like new and fresh um and it seems like they're definitely trying to do that because we got the vr game coming we got this co-op game coming um so maybe as long as they can keep it fresh i don't think they can't be successful with it um so gorilla has specifically addressed the online projects that horizons universe uh in a social media post it said the game would feature quote a new cast of characters and a unique stylized look Friends will be able to explore the majestic wilds of Horizon together, end quote. Um, the studio clarified that it would continue to make epic solo adventures starring Aloy. Um, so I, I don't care about this. Like, I've never nope. been like, man, I wish there was a Horizon game that I could run around with my friends in. Like, I, I don't know. Um, here's here's the thing. I've seen some people mention this online, and I oh, think it I will be, be right back, guys. Um, I think it's I think it could be uh, a direction that they want to go with Horizon, in that they might want to make these games almost like Monster Hunter. You go out and you're hunting these big ass robotic dinosaurs, and there's different weapons you can use, and there's different way to bring them down, different ways to bring them down. Yeah. So I I, I could see that. that yeah. When cool. yeah when when they say a, a co-op. Uh, you know, kind of adventure game. Uh, you know, a lot of people think co-op and they think, oh, this is two players, but this could be four, six, eight players at one time hunting dinosaurs. That's true. Um, let's see. 
Yeah, I actually didn't think about that. Uh, although I, I do think that if they had a multiplayer game where it was like, hey, the three of you have to really work to bring down this lock, uh, lockjaw. Was that a? Yeah, that, that was. Uh... Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. To bring was, down like, jaw, was, was that like the, the big like uh, alligator? Yeah, I think ones? so. Like three of you have to really work hard to take this down. And then they have a, a game with Aloy and you can fucking take down a lockjaw easily. I think that's kind of the continuity is there a little whack on that. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, Aloy does have like the power of technology on their side. And maybe they could be like, you know, these are just. You're just normal village warriors trying to fight these, uh, these giant war, uh, giant robots. Because if there's one thing they showed in uh, Horizon is that the majority of the people, they're not worth dick in a fight. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's see. Huh. I hope for Alex to get back before I move on. Um, let's see. Okay, I am back. So, Sorry there about we that. go. Nice. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm moving on to the next story right now. Okay. And that is that. Uh, Hideo... well, it, uh, Sorry. Sorry. Uh, real quick. Uh, Alex, we were just mentioning that the possibility that uh, Gorilla could make a Monster Hunter style Horizon co op game. Ooh. To where is you it have mobile? to cheat. No, no, no. This, this is just, this is just speculation. This isn't confirmed in what they're doing, but it, um, they could, they could make like a Monster Hunter style co-op game to where you, you team up with a bunch of villagers and you're trying to take down giant monster down there. A bunch of villagers. Yeah. 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 Possible. Uh, so. That'd be cool. ne- yeah. My next story. Um. Hideo Kojima has confirmed that a Death Stranding movie is in the works. Okay, so Death Stranding movie just has to be everybody he casted in that game, right? Because they're literally all mo-capped people. So you, you would think so, but we... but he put an update out today saying that the movie would not be a big Hollywood blockbuster with famous actors, and it would be more like an art project. Sure. Hmm. So, are you thinking is it confirmed live action or is this like another like uh, I've, I've like like Final Fantasy uh, kind of CGI film thing? Nothing has been confirmed outside of just the word movie. So, uh, yeah. So sure. I I definitely wouldn't necessarily expect this to be a big like some kind of movie where Norman Reedus is casting it. Um, but I mean, you never know. You know, they could get Norman Reedus to do something with it. Yeah, maybe. As they probably should. Yeah. Uh, and then next up, uh, Insomniac has officially confirmed that uh, Marvel Spider-Man Two has a fall twenty twenty three window uh, release window. Um, this isn't that surprising because they originally, when this was announced, they said twenty twenty three, but now they they just want to come out and like confirm that like yes it's still on track for holiday of next year uh, obviously you have like a lot of industries like delay like immediately they're like that's not happening um but i believe this will happen because insomniac doesn't really seem to ever delay stuff it seems like they they know um like how long it's going to take for uh 
to release their games. So, um, sorry, yeah. I was uh, at the end. I was watching this lateral play in the game. Um, oh, cool! Did it also get fucking chucked back? And dude got uh, dirt? D- no, anything? <laughs> you're gonna make me. That. You're gonna make me cry. Like, oh, you probably should, it, my friend. Talk about Either, one of the dumbest things I, I've ever seen. Yes, I was watching it live when it happened, and so I was I. like, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I know, I know. Just into the shadow realm, Mac Jones went. It was like, like I just go down. Like, I really hope that uh, Belichick. Uh, what was the player that that threw the ball? Jacoby Myers. Uh, yeah. I really hope that Belichick was like to Jacoby, like, you know you don't have a contract anymore, right? Like, yeah. You realize and, you're walking home. And right? after the game, he even said that like that was all improvised. I was not told to do that. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully Belichick was like, if if I want the ball lateral, I will tell you if I want the ball lateral. Yeah. Anyway, um <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, you're tired. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Spider-Man 2 uh, is still coming out next year. Um, let's see. So, so uh, do, you, do you guys think it will be? Do you guys think it will be co-op? No, no, I don't think so either. Um, so uh, Bill Roseman, he's the vice president of creative at Marvel Games, has described it as everything you love about the first game in Spider-Man Miles Morales, but more. Uh, there are multiple foes. I can say the story very much continues and picks up from Marvel Spider-Man to Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. I don't want to reveal too much, but it's the next big chapter. There are a lot of threads, a lot of characters uh, that were in the first two games that you'll see here. Um, so, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm excited for it. I'm sure they've spun one hell of a web of a story. Yeah. Just, yep. Do you just Okay. Okay. Just just okay. Next story. Uh and... the, the... <laughs> Yep, that would be a better idea if you just went on. Uh, let me just Christ. crawl across the web to the next story. Oh here. my god, um... just die already! <laughs> Uh, this is a weird one. So it, it's hard to actually make sense of this one. Amazon has signed the next Tomb Raider game from Crystal Dynamics. So Crystal Dynamics was bought by uh, Embracer Group. They were they were embraced. Um, and Andrew, can I interrupt you for one second, please? Do you guys do you guys see how ugly Ryan Fitzpatrick's uh, Christmas sweater is? Uh, I. Oh my god, <laughs> that's funny, dude. Dude, that reminds me of that sweatshirt. Um, Josh, do you remember? So Rugrats, there was an episode to where uh someone's dad wore like a really ugly Christmas sweater, and it got under Chucky's bed, and he thought it was a monster because he'd look under there and he'd see the sweater like, and he thought it was like yeah. a monster calling out. Yeah, I, it looks like I, that fucking yeah, sweater. I I vaguely remember something like <laughs> yes. that in an episode. Um. Anyway, I don't know why that just got pulled out of my mind, Palace. Uh, so, um, Crystal Diamond, damn it, Crystal Dynamics gets embraced, and they had already announced before they were embraced that they were making a new Tomb Raider game, and now they're embraced. Embracer Group doesn't want to publish the next game, 
So instead, Amazon swoops in and says, hey, we will pay to publish this next game. It, it doesn't make sense. That that just means that Embracer Group won't get any of the money from development. So here, uh, here's what I think could could happen here. So I mean, it could be the reasoning behind this. Uh, one is that Embracer Group is cash strapped and they can't afford to publish the game. They can't afford to bankroll it because maybe it's a much bigger uh, project than what they they're able to spend money on. Or uh, you know, Tomb Raider is a big franchise. Uh, maybe Amazon had a contract with Crystal Dynamics that if Square Enix does not publish the next Tomb Raider game, they do. Maybe. So may so maybe there's some kind of contract, and this was out of Embracer's hands. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I like here is um, so they released a joint statement. So that Crystal Dynamics and Amazon that says the new entry will be a single-player, narrative-driven adventure that continues Lara Croft's story from the previous games. So do they mean, like, the, the last three games? I, I think that's probably what they mean, because it's yeah. still Crystal Dynamics uh, making it. Yeah, so that, that gets me excited, because there was a lot of, like, are they going to reboot it, or are they going to continue? Because, unfortunately, the last Tomb Raider game, which was Tomb Raider... It was uh it was uh, uh Shadow, Rise, Shadow 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 of the Tomb Raider, yeah, because yes. Rise was the second one. So Shadow of the Tomb Raider, even though I really liked it, it wasn't nearly as well received as Rise of the Tomb Raider was. Um so it was a lot of people were definitely wondering like are they gonna reboot it? Are they gonna go in a different direction? And I'm hoping this means that they continue the story because I, I would like that. Um so the uh the trilogy that they did they said that that is it concludes the Lara Croft's uh, journey to become the Tomb Raider, yeah. and so I'm thinking that now they're like, all right, we're gonna make these games where Laura is no longer like becoming who she is; she is who she is, and uh, this this is these they're like you know these are gonna be her journeying, not journeying, but becoming like. I don't know, like the the Tomb Raider she was always supposed to be. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely I'm definitely expecting to see her, you know, yeah. dual wielding pistols and being a badass and stuff. Oh my god! Please make a game called Tomb Raider and make a sequel called The Tomb Raider. I would oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> I made it, uh, Alex. I made a joke to Andrew. We were talking about um, uh, Little Lords of the Fallen, uh, or is it? Yeah, the Lords, Lords of, the of the Fallen. Well, it's the the sequel is called The Lords of the Fallen. And oh, so it's now the? Yeah, oh, so they uh, just, they yes. added the to it. Yeah, yeah. and I, I made a joke saying next one they're gonna call it The Lords the, of the Fallen. <laughs> yeah, <just> keep throwing <laughs> random does in there. Yeah, um, The Lords of the Fallen. Duh. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm definitely uh, excited for this because it's gonna be built on a Unreal Engine five. Um, and it's already in development, so uh, we'll see. Uh, obviously, this isn't going to be like a next year 2024 game, but maybe 2025. I don't know. So, uh, that is the last of the news that I have. Uh, I, I have a story I'd like to talk about. No, um, oh, gee, okay, nope, <laughs> no. So, in uh, this, this comes from GameSpot. So, it says here, uh, in an interview with Game Informer, game director. 
of Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Stig Asmussen, that's the name, uh, he has explained features in the upcoming Star Wars title. So he said that there are going to be a total of five lightsaber stances, uh, including a dual blade stance and one where Cal wields both lightsabers uh, in each hand, and then another one where Cal wields a lightsaber and a blaster. Uh, it says a new heavy and slow style uses the cross guard lightsaber as introduced by Kylo Ren. It says Lee's new stances will let you will let you hit harder or from farther away, but whether you use them depends on the enemies you you will be facing. Um, he says it requires a player to break down the enemies and figure out what the best weapon of choice is for uh, for the for the uh, the person you're facing. Um, he said. Jedi Survivor will also offer more options for travel, allowing for what he called a wider Metroidvania approach. He says you can use an ascension cable to climb walls or cross gaps. You can also tame and ride mounts. According to Asmussen, players can use a variety of skills to hop across unthinkable barriers. Uh, Protagonist Cal Kestis will also gain some AI assistance in the form of mercenary I'm it. His first name is spelled B O D E, but I'm guessing it's Bodhi. Uh, Bodhi Akuna, who has a brotherly bond with the young Jedi. Uh, Akuna will help you in both combat and traversal. Um, so, huh. all this stuff is just got me so hyped for this game. Um, this really does seem like uh, it seems like it's going to be like the uh, transition to Assassin's Creed 2 from the original Assassin's Creed. They're they're just they're adding so much awesome stuff for this game. Actually, it kind of reminds me of because they didn't have stances in the first game, right? Uh, no, no, they didn't. Yeah, so it kind of reminds me of um Ghost of Tsushima, how they had like four different stances, and depending on the enemy, you'd have to change your stance to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this sounds awesome to me. Like. Yeah, um, it's especially I've always found it <laughs> so cool in like uh, past like Star Wars uh, like media to where it's like comics or games to where they would use a lightsaber and a blaster at the same time. It's it's like it's like why not? Mm, I I guess, but maybe maybe it's like one of those like honor situations of like using a, a lightsaber is like an art. And so, like, using a gun would, like, a blaster would be, like, I don't know, like, dishonorable, maybe? I don't know. Well, that's, uh, in, um, like, in Star Wars, uh, The Old Republic, like, in the comics and stuff, they would have Jedi who use blasters who would become very proficient with them, and they, they would use the Force to increase their accuracy. And it was, like, it's, like, you know, why not, why not use it, any tools to the best of your opponent? Yeah. I guess. Um, you have any, anything else to talk about, Josh? Any other stories? Uh, nope, that's it. All right. So that's the end of the news. So let's hop into our big Game of the Year segment. Cody! So I, I think first we'll talk about um, our favorite games of the year that did not come out this year that we've been playing. Okay. Um, and realistically, 
it doesn't necessarily have to be a game that you'd never played before that you just started playing right. this year. Um, but normally they would be, but obviously if they're more like live service games, um, then I, I guess it'd be different. But uh, let's go, uh, Josh, how about you start off, start us off with this one because this one was your uh, segment that, that you put in. Um, so I put as my number five, uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight, uh, or, uh, yeah, Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2. Um, and uh, actually, I'm, I'm sorry, I actually put the wrong title in here because I was uh, actually thinking about this game instead. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Outcast is what I meant to put on here. Um, I platinum this game on PS4 uh, a couple months ago, and I had a blast going through it. Um, and um, that's, I just, I, these games are so nostalgic for me, and I, that's, this whole Jedi Survivor thing kind of reminds me, not reminds me of it, but it makes me think this would, this is what the next-gen evolution would have been in these games. Yeah. Nice. Uh, do you want to say all yours, or we should just do, like, a round-robin thing? Um... Why why don't we why don't we do all of them for, and then we can do a round robin for game of the year. Okay, um, my next one was Forza Horizon <laughs> Five. Um, I played through the Hot Wheels DLC, um, and then also played through some of Forza Horizon Five, um, and then was Resident Evil Seven. Uh, I finally took this game off my bucket list. Um, I played through it and and loved it. Um, Persona Five. Uh, I know I haven't beaten the game, but I, I'm. I'm loving it, and I'm definitely going to get back to it. And then Witcher 3 is my number one. Uh, would you say that you liked Resident Evil 7 as much as Village, or do you like Village more? Um, I think I like the story in 7 a little bit more, but I like the gameplay in 8 more. I could see that, yeah. Uh, I think I would agree with that. Uh Alex, how about your games okay. that you... So I only have yeah. probably three, maybe two. Uh, um, Witcher 3, I could throw that on there. Uh, Persona 5, definitely. Definitely. I spent about 30, 35 and a half hours on that. Uh, I would love to go back and, and play more of it because it's such a fun, interesting game. Uh, and my number one is Fortnite. Uh, I played so much Fortnite this year that it was mostly like the top game I believe I played nice. online. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome, man, and it's just getting mm-hmm. better with all the cool skins yep. and new updates. And like, um, yeah, I still play it. Thanks. And that's all. I, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, so my, I also only have three. Uh, I have God of War three. Um, Steam World Dig two was a Ooh, a, a, a huge a one, one for me because honestly, I played this game. It wasn't long after I I lost Bo. And oh, yeah. I had like no inspiration to play anything for like a month. And this was the game that like got me through that of like just sit down and play. It, I, I liked the story, but it was just more like the gameplay loop of just like get my mind off stuff and just like mine through stuff and like just get shit. Um, and it was like a big help. Uh, and then uh, Apex Legends would be my number one for this category. Uh, played a shit ton of Apex this year. Um, And I haven't played the last couple seasons because I've I've kind of moved on to Call of Duty right now, but I have no doubt that eventually we'll we'll get back to it. So 
Um, so do you think we should do? Let's do stuff we're excited for in twenty twenty three, and then we'll. Okay. All right. Sure. Uh, Alex, do you want to go first on that one? Sure. 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 I'll go five to one. Okay. So my five starts at Warhammer forty k Space Marine two. Um, I know it's kind of a surprise, but uh, Warhammer forty k is a really cool, interesting um, universe, and that game looked fucking incredible. Uh, so that's like that's like one of those like niche games that I really want to try. Uh, my number four will be Diablo four. Holy shit, man! Come on, like that whole game awards thing looked amazing, and all the trailers we keep seeing look great. Uh, I'm very excited for that game. Number three is Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Um, we you know we haven't seen much of it besides the last little trailer we got. Which and with a release date and name, yep. but I would like to see a little bit more before I can 100% say like this is something I, I, I top tier number one that I need to play. You know, it is a Zelda game. I'm, of course, I'm going to play it, but um, I need a little bit more to really get me into that. You know, S tier. Yeah, sure. Uh, my number two is Final Fantasy 16. That last trailer at Game Awards made that game fucking pop for me. All the crazy kaiju giant summon fights, the cool combat that's like half 15, half Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, it just it, the story looks super good, and uh, I'm I am off the walls for this. Yep. My number one game for next year is Starfield. I can't stop thinking about Starfield. Some days mm-hmm. we're all drift off and just like, dude, Starfield's gonna like be crazy, man. Um, I'm overhyping myself on this game just because, you know, it's Bethesda's first new IP in 20 plus years. And it's like, dude, I, I have so much faith that they're going to deliver such a high quality product with this game. Oh, me too. And even if it is with bugs like a Bethesda game, I still think everything that surrounds those bugs are going to be so fascinating, so uh, you know, pushing the medium forward, pushing the genre forward um, that I think we're going to see some really incredible things. Um, and it just uh, it just seems like one of those games that's going to have such a long life, just like Skyrim. Yep. Uh, but in space. And, like, I don't really fuck with a lot of space-themed uh, <laughs> mediums. I'm more of a fantasy medium guy. Uh, so, like, this really, really has me intrigued. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And also, like, when it comes to the bugs, like, I want the bugs. So do I. <laughs> it's a Bethesda game. I want it. Yes. Yes, as long as you're not causing my, my, yes. my save files to delete. Yes, as long as they're not game-breaking. Like, I want the yes. cozy bugs in there. Yeah. Like, no, you can even give me game-breaking bugs, but you have to make sure that nothing is deleted. Like, make yeah. sure my save is still there, my game pro- my gameplay progress, all that stuff. Yeah. But I want to, like, run into a brick wall and just keep running through to the bottom. I want yeah. my giant character to T-pose. Like, I yeah. just want the dumb stuff, too. But I'm also just like, dude, there's so much potential for what Starfield could really be. Then it's like, holy shit, man. I, I'm so ready for this game. Yep. But those are my five, man. Nice. You know, uh, two of your games I have on my list, but I think, uh, you know, we'll find out from Josh's list here in a second. Uh, I'm going to guess that Josh doesn't, definitely doesn't have those five games and maybe has no. one or two, but uh, what, I'm, two. what I'm really liking is that we're, we're going to have a diverse, diverse list here, which just yep. proves that, like, 
dude, next year is going to be fucking so insane. Fucking much. And, June alone. June alone yeah. is a fucking day. And man. we're going to find out because the next podcast we do, I'm assuming that we're going to take, uh, uh, we'll probably, week, co- yeah, we'll, we'll come back early next year and ha. we're going, we're going to do predictions for next year and okay. we're going to do our 2023 video game draft. And there are so, so many. many fucking bangers. Oh god, it's gonna be so so excited. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. excited. I'm so uh but Josh, let's hear your games you're looking forward to next year. All right. Um so my number five is Resident Evil 4 remake. Ooh, good one. Um Andrew, I'm do you have list. that on your list? Um yes. Okay. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I can't I can't wait to play it. My number four is Spider Man Two. Okay. I wanted to put that, but I'm I'm still not convinced it comes out next year. But again, it probably does. Uh, my number three is Diablo Four. There you go. Um, my number uh, two is Starfield. Okay. Um, and, and I like. Can I guess your number one? Is it Dead <laughs> Survivor? Yeah. It is. <laughs> I wish nice. it would be. Nah, dude, it's totally not bad. Dude, yep. But I, I am for Starfield specifically. Though, I, uh, I'm ready for Bethesda to to take back their crown, because yep. they, uh, they were a, they were a, um, they almost had a, th- no, they were a three P. They got Game of the Year for Oblivion. They got Game of the Year for Fallout Four, and they got Game of the Year for Skyrim. They they uh, they had the hat trick, and then obviously you know Fallout Four came out and some people liked it, some people didn't. But I'm yeah. I'm ready for them to take back their throne, as 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 a game so as a game much. of the year winner. Um, I don't know if it'll happen because there's so much competition next year for what the for for what the best game could be. Um, but then Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I mean, it's 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 looking it's looking so good. I'm I'm so interested in what the story is going to be because in that trailer i'm like who is the fucking one-armed guy in the back to tank you yeah know, like, like I, I we still have no idea who the fuck that guy is like i've never seen that man he's just a long-haired man like the rest of them dude it, it kind of like looked like other... the, it kind of looked like the winter soldier kind of yeah it was like <laughs> yeah, right. why oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the crossover you never knew yep. you needed Yep. Um, so I'm I'm curious if it's going to be someone that I've heard of before and they're kind of just repurposing an old canon like a Star Wars character. That would be cool. I, w- I would or, like to see old canon in so I could. Or if it's if it's just a, a whole <laughs> new character, but uh, then it's, it's it's the game just looks so good. I, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, so I'll move on to my list and my list. Like I I want to have. Jedi Survivor. I wanted to have um, Dead Space remake. I had on there at one Ooh, point. I was just I like, that's coming out in like four weeks, man. What the I, fuck? That literally comes out in like a month. What the fuck? Yeah, I was just listing all these Jeez. games. Um, I I had Diablo Four on there at one point. I had um, if if Judas was given a 2023 window, it was that's, not. I wanted to put that on my list so fucking yeah, bad, but, but I thought it didn't have anything. I was like, oh yeah, my god, that, god. That would be number one on my list if it was given. That would have been it, number two. If, like, yeah, I was so, so excited. Said, yeah. Um, but Sony, my they, list. Um, they, go ahead. They, for, for Judas specifically, if they have a theme, theme song, they need to get Judas Priest to do it. Oh, that yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. Um, 
So my list, starting at, at number five, Lies of P. Okay. Lies of P. Lies of P. That is that Pinocchio Lies Dark Souls game. Oh my god, I forgot that game coming out <laughs> yes. too. Oh what my god, fuck? that game looks so oh, fucking shit. cool. Um, oh man. Yes, okay. that is a that's Damn. a sleeper big game. That is I'm uh, I'm just hoping I'm just hoping it's going to be a good game and not a game that just looks really cool and ends up not being good. Yeah. Um yeah, we'll see. Uh my number 4 Hogwarts Legacy. Okay, so I also wanted to put that on there because that last fucking trailer they had about the defense against the dark arts arena looked in fucking incredible. Like that I game know. looks awesome, yep. dude. That game looks yep. so good. Oh, uh, I'm gonna be so broke next year. Fuck me. All right. Uh, <laughs> my number three is a uh, uh, Resident Evil Four remake. Okay. Um, and by the <laughs> way, next year is gonna be so crazy for survival horror. We have Dead Space remake, Resident Evil Four remake, the Silent Hill Two remake is supposed to come out next year, and also the um uh Alone in the Dark reboot is supposed to come out next year oh whoa whoa what yeah really? um Alone which, in the dark? which, which no actually looks way. really fucking cool because it takes place in like the 1920s up. and it has like a 1920s like uh like um no noir vibe or whatever yeah but specifically like uh what 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 did they call that in the, the 20s um like the roaring 20s like the uh like vibe to oh it. like the flappers and all that yeah stuff. exactly oh that's really kind of cool. cool yeah um okay. then well, uh, you might my, fucking sold me on that. Yeah. It it, it takes murder. it uh it, it takes place in the mansion uh in in the nineteen twenties. Yeah. That's interesting. Um oh and also uh it takes place in Louisiana. Yeah, give me that. I'm in give me it, give me yes. give me that's all I need. Give me that shit right now. That's awesome. <laughs> like, dude, I fucking love uh like uh Louisiana like um just like aesthetic. Um, yep, me too. Oh, and then uh my number two is Starfield. And uh, for all the reasons we talked about earlier, I also I do think that <coughs> I I don't think this is gonna fight for game of the year next year. I I think it'll be nominated for sure, but I don't think it's gonna win. Um, but it'll it's I'm definitely looking forward to Bethesda getting back on their their throne for like RPGs for like Western RPGs. Um, and then my number one is obviously Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> okay. I, okay. So looking like you don't even need to show me much. Just give me another game that's like Breath of the Wild, and I I will spend hundreds of hours. In this game. Like, oh yeah, like I I don't even like I don't even want them to make it very optimized. I could give a shit if it runs like garbage because it's not gonna run any worse than it already did. You know, give, so, give like, me a game that yeah. runs at ten frames a second. I'm good. Yeah, give me give me fucking eight frames a second. I'll take it all day long. Um, but it's not like it's gonna run any worse than fucking. You know, Breath of the Wild Man. So, like, I'm really not that worried. I I think it's going to be so much darker than fucking Breath of the Wild, which is why I'm kind of excited for it. Yep, I think so, too. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's that's my number one. And, and like I said, there's... So, it, it would have been... It was hard to actually get this game down, or get this list down to ten to get it down to five. Like, there's so many games coming next year. I think... <laughs> Uh, next year is going to be looked at, in my opinion, I'm, and I'm hoping for this. Next year is going to be looked at one of those like biggest years ever in gaming. It's going to be looked at like a, um, like a 2007 <laughs> or 2012. Um, it's going to be looked at like one of those years. So, um, 
but yeah so uh let's reflect on one of those uh not so good years 2022 (laughs) um to where yes there were some bangers that came out don't get me wrong but we had a very long lull Yes, we did. I would say went from the longer end of than February. usual, honestly. Man. Yeah, it went from like end of February to like September. It, it was it was long, um, and we are not going to have that next year. Um, so uh, let's start. Who who wants to go first? Uh, Wait, what? The, how about how about the winner of the draft, Andrew? You go first. Okay, <laughs> I'll go first, and we're gonna do round robin here. Um, so, uh, starting at number five, my number five is Horizon Forbidden West. And I know I have not beaten this game yet. Uh, this is actually a game that I'm thinking about, uh, with my, all my time off. I'm going to be getting here, uh, in the next like week and a half, maybe like really going back and trying to, to, to put time in the, because if I don't beat it now, I'm like, when am I gonna? When am I gonna beat it? Because there's you all these fucking like, games you, coming out. Not going exactly, to. yeah. You, you really should just beat that before yeah. like the next big game. Comes yep, on, so. yep, yep, yep. Um, and the next big game is the end of January with uh, um, uh, and none of us, none of us even talked about the potential of Forspoken. It could be a really great game. Like we don't know. Sure, um, man. They have a lot. They have a lot of things yeah. they need to do to make that game I, I worth know, my I know, fucking I know. time. But yeah, you're um, right. There are so many more games that are. Yeah. Oh, oh my! Oh my God! Are you talking about Forspoken? That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, please, uh, please finish your fucking word. But uh, Horizon. So, did you beat Horizon, Alex? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay, you did. So I remember Josh talking about some sort of travel, and did they? I remember uh, when they um, when they showed the trailer for the uh, uh, what's the what's the name of the deal? Burning uh, Shores. Yeah, Burning, Burning Shores. Shores. They showed Aloy flying on like a bird, and someone was like, "Man, they're just spoiling that in the trailer, aren't they?" So oh, is yeah, that what are. that is? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Super okay. cool, dude! As yeah. soon as you get that, it opens up the game so much. I'm just like, dude, this game is so much cool. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I definitely you need to get there. Yeah, I, I want to get it, back. It also that. it also opens up being able to get to higher places that you couldn't really yep. get to before. Yep. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's the the next big game I want to tackle, and I also just want to see what is the because people talk about like man where they leave this game where it's gonna what they're setting up for the next game is crazy. So I definitely want to know like yeah they mean with yeah, that. That ending so, is pretty good. Yeah. Uh. So that's my number five. Um. Josh, we'll go to you next. All right. Uh, my number five is, um, so I <laughs> I kind of had to um, think about, like, everything I played this year. Because, um, like I was saying, there are some games I played that just <laughs> were disappointments, so I didn't, didn't even want to put them on here. Uh, but my number five is Atari 50. Hell Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is a cool and, game. Like, I think that's a very important game this year. I yeah. truly do. Man, it was, it was, it was so fun. Uh, one of the, uh, you know, I, I'll say the word nifty. One of the niftiest things I've uh, experienced I've had in a while is going through like the, um, like the, 
not, not like timeline to where uh, just the, the formation of Atari and just learning about all the history of it, uh, reading the all the information, watching the videos. I mean, it's 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 really cool and something that I really hope to see more of in the future. Um, I, I would love to get one for Sega. Uh, I would love to get one. I mean, Nintendo is unfortunately super tight lips. So I don't know if we'll ever get one for them, but I would love to get one for Sony. Uh, um, uh, and maybe even like some uh some other like smaller like uh maybe even Intellivision or ColecoVision or. Um, you know, it'd be cool to add a ColecoVision, man, because I've always heard the word ColecoVision and all the stuff associated with it, but I have zero um, clue what any of it is. And then, or even, uh, even like you know, before the Atari, the Odyssey. Um, and you know, it's it was funny. There's a um, uh, Andrew knows about this. I don't, I, Alex, I don't think you do. There's a video game history foundation podcast to listen to. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the, the Kelsey Lewin, right? Yep, yeah, she's uh, super cool. She's and, on uh, Midmax all the time. She's awesome. okay. Um, and so they had someone on there talking about uh, the um, uh, Magnavox Odyssey. And so uh, the, back in the mid seventies, uh, Magnavox was super into <clears throat> suing people. And so I don't remember the reason why, but they sued Atari, and Atari lost a lot of money. And then guess who went and bought a? Uh, uh, um, wait, I'm sorry, I said Atari. Uh, Atari in my mind. They sued Activision. They okay. sued Activision for a ton of money, and Activision lost a ton of money. And guess who went and bought them because they were super cheap? That was Bobby Kodak. Bobby Kodak. And yeah. so, uh, and so Magnavox with their Odyssey and all that stuff has such a long legacy uh, going back, and they're they're the reason why Bobby Bobby Kodak has been in charge of Activision for so long. Yep. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, uh, Atari 50 is my number five. Nice. Uh, Alex, you're number five. Oh, sorry. I was taking a drink. Number five. Excuse me. Pokemon Legends Arceus. So I have two Switch games on here. uh, But Pokemon Pokemon Legends Arceus is probably the best Pokemon game I've played in a long time. Now, it ran like shit. But it opened up a lot of possibilities that you can see in, in, in future Pokemon games. You see it in Pokemon Violet and Scarlet uh, pretty prevalent. Uh, but I think it's a real big step forward in the Pokemon genre. And I really think and hope that that's what they're going to go with. Um, and yeah, it was a really fun game. Uh, it was one of the, you know... Um, one of the big surprises, because I, I expected to like it, but I didn't expect it to really hit me in the way that it did and have a really pretty good story and have some fun quests. Um, yeah, I uh, I hope they make another style of Legends game, specifically made in the past, because I think the past of Pokemon is a little bit more interesting than the future. So uh, uh, They use technology from the past to make their games, too. Yeah, they fucking did. You're right. You are fucking correct. <laughs> um, but yeah, is there any anything else you, uh, Josh? Did, did you play this game at all? I don't remember. No, I didn't. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I was gonna I played it and and fell off this game hard. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna borrow it from you, Andrew, but then you're like, well, I wouldn't trade it in the GameStop. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> It was it was that thing where I I played it for like a week, and then like I I think like Horizon came out, and Elden Ring came out, and I tried going back to it like a couple months later. It was like whoa, like no, I I, I can't go back to this. Um, so 
but yeah so uh back to me right yep all right so my number four uh so it did come out this year is my number four is Fortnite no build mode okay Okay. and (laughs) it it really and that laugh uh makes me think that this is probably also josh's number four or something um and this game made me realize how much I love this mode made me realize how much I love Fortnite. Yep, and me too. It, it it really is just like a it's like a mass marketing like mode of like, hey everyone, come play your favorite game where you have uh the rock John Cena Yeah, you have the rock doing the gritty or you have uh Superman uh, is that Ariana Grande? Of course it is. Yeah, like anyone that you can think of, there's a good chance they have a skin in Fortnite. <laughs> and I'll tell you um, what, it looks pretty good every time. Yeah, it, it looks good, and it plays really good. Also, like uh, Fortnite has such good gameplay, and it's yep. it's it, it's it's so fun. And I bet that there are people at, at Epic kicking themselves that they didn't introduce this mode sooner because <laughs> this mode i remember back in the beginning of the year you had you were reading articles of like yeah fortnite it's still popular but yeah fortnite's really falling off a cliff and after no build mode came out it was like completely rejuvenated and they had so many people playing this game um it was suddenly you were seeing like podcasters like you know from whatever podcast you listen to from like gaming podcasts they're like we're playing Fortnite now, and and we yep. like it. Um, so yeah, that's uh that's my number four. I I would be curious to know what the current numbers are of build mode versus no build mode. If I I I would imagine no build mode probably is probably two to three times more players in build mode. Yeah, because I'll say that after no build mode came out. I haven't seen one streamer stream build mode. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I you know I can't wait to go into Fortnite and, and rep those cool skins. Like, how about my Kanye West skin? Oh wait. Oh my God. Isn't that Dude. just one giant white sheet at this point? I am so <laughs> happy. Like, I'm so glad that they didn't put him in like two years ago and have to like remove him now. Like, yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> Um, and so uh, Andrew is pretty much spot on. Um, so I don't have f- uh, Fortnite no build mode, but I do have my number four. Uh, I have Fortnite cross Dragon Ball Z was my number four. Oh, okay, okay. Um, that was a great. I, it, it was uh, it it was it was so fun um, going in and seeing these Dragon Ball Z characters and um, just getting that laugh right away. Seeing Andrew. Uh, Andrew's Vegeta character dancing with pom poms was just hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was funny. But then, you know, um, going in and getting on flying Nimbuses and using the Kamehameha's, even though it was getting a little long, <clears throat> excuse me, long in the tooth, to where at the end of the match, you just hear like Kamehameha just over and over again. Um, but it, it, it was super fun. I can't wait to see what next big crossover event they're going to do. Um, I don't know if they're going to do a crossover event with Witcher or just have, you know, you're able just to get the skin. I don't know if they're going to do anything well, like that. They're, so because they are they have that label as an event, it's going to be like the Harrison Ford one. So I think there's going to be like Witcher quests you have to do to unlock the yeah. or something. 
Um, but I wonder what the next event is they're, they're going to have to where they they do such like a grand thing. Like, you know, they even had a, uh, like an event where you could go into like a, a world design after Dragon Ball Z and do quests and stuff. Um, so, you know, probably the next big event is they've already announced that the My Hero characters are coming to Fortnite. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. care at all about that, but they look super fucking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking about anime, just uh, on a, a, a quick non sequitur here, Alex, <laughs> have you tried watching Chainsaw Man? No, but everyone says it's fucking cool, and the guy's got two chainsaw heads. Got, <laughs> it, I don't know, it's it weird. It is really fucking good. You should try watching it. Yeah. Um, Josh, same for you. Uh, did I did I hear that the dub is really bad though, and I should watch the the sub version, or is the dub okay? I haven't I haven't tried watching the dub. I mean, if I had a choice, I'd be watching the dub. But everyone in my Discord watches okay. uh, sub. So, okay. So. All right. Um. But yeah, I mean, I assume it'd be okay. All right, uh, Alex. Mm-hmm. What is your number four? Excuse me, my number four. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Number four. Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Kirby in the Forgotten Land was one of the first uh, 3D Kirby games I played. And I had a ton of fun with it. Um, I really like the mouthful mode. Yeah, you do. You really... Yeah, yeah, fuck that. But, like, honestly, like, Kirby does, like... It it does kind of, like, change the aspect of the game a ton. It adds some really cool elements to it. And cool... uh, Features of getting around the places and different obstacles and puzzles, uh, and it was uh, it was just super ran super well. Um, had a ton of good features. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was really good. I I would yeah. love to play this, but I don't want to spend sixty dollars on it. Yeah, no, I'm, but you'll, it'll never go down in price. So. I know. Yeah, it's a problem. I I'm hoping that sometime next year. Uh, Nintendo might have it for like forty bucks for like some kind of sale or something, and I I might get it for forty, but. Yeah, yeah I, I just although uh, Walmart might have her for, for fifty, and I mean, I might, I might, I don't know, maybe I'll get her for yeah. 50, fifty for fifty at some point. Who knows? Uh, Andrew, what is your number three? Uh, my number three. Well, a- actually, real quick, Alex, did you beat Kirby? I did. Okay. Uh, was I? I heard that the ending boss or one landing boss was really tough. Is that true or? Uh, it, yeah, he was he was, was kind of tough. Uh, I okay. always play everything on like the lowest settings so I can beat the damn thing. But uh, yeah, it was but, it was kind of tough. With Kirby, you just you just have to suck super hard to beat him. You have to suck as hard <laughs> as you fucking possibly could. Just also, hardest uh, sucks ever. Also, I heard on a um, giant bomb that it was Jeff Grubb that said the the ending of Kirby is secretly one of the best animes ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's on my list of the games I'd like to play eventually. Um. So my number three, uh, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year, (coughs) your game of the year list is going to have Elden Ring and Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two on it. I would have said you are fucking insane. But here we are, because my number three is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Oh wow. Well, we, we got okay. a we got a we got a spoiler for Angel's uh the rest <laughs> of his list. <laughs> and it is insane to me how much fucking fun I've I have had with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And 
obviously I have not touched a single player, but that's fine because there's so much other content in this game. It is it's insane to me how much content they've packed into this with with multiplayer, um, with uh, uh, Warzone Two, with uh, DMZ, and they just introduced raids into the game. And uh, I watched three of my friends uh, play the raid, and it gets fucking hard. Like in a good way. Uh, have you have you seen any of this, Alex? Uh, no, I've seen. I saw the okay, so I saw the initial trailer, but yeah. I haven't actually played it, and I really want to. Yeah. So, uh, you were gonna say something, Josh? Yeah. Is the time to kill is as quick as like in um uh. Uh, in the in the uh, the DM uh, the DMZ mode in the the raid is that what you're talking about? Yeah, to where like in in DMZ, some of the high, higher level enemies kill you super quick. Does it kill you that quick in the raid mode? Uh, no, I I wouldn't say so. Um, but it gets harder because toward the end they start throwing a lot of enemies at you, and you're in like this Russian silo. Um, and there's some puzzles in the game. To where you have to like look at stuff and it shows you like these um these like letters and they'll have like numbers next to them and and then you have to tell your partner you have to communicate. I can't. It, this would be impossible to do if you. Uh, I'm not sure if they if you can even do a raid with randos, um, but this it would be impossible to do a game with randos because you have to communicate. Um, so you're looking at like at this uh this slide. There's like a projection and it's showing you like letters. Um, of uh, uh, and there's like a number correlated with each letter, and you have to tell those to your friend, and then they have to put specific numbers into this like code thing to open the door. But here's the kicker: some of the letters are the Russian alphabet. <laughs> oh, what the fuck! <laughs> <laughs> um, so you'll be sitting there like, okay, I have a, I have a, 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 a B. And then I have a like a weird circle with a line through it, and that's like a Russian letter. <laughs> uh, and then th- they'll be like, "Okay, I've got that on my, on my thing, so yeah, I got to put a three in for that or whatever." Um, it's the it gets actually hard, especially the last puzzle when you do that. You're on a timer, and like after every like forty seconds, the numbers like uh, reset to different numbers. <laughs> while there's enemies like shooting at you um so it, it gets like pretty uh difficult toward the end uh, but it does look pretty fun um and so like yeah they introduced that in the call of duty like there's so much content in this game it's unbelievable um and that's why it's my number three uh josh you're number uh, three my number three is uh tiny tina's wonderlands nice nice um, this was a uh, super fun kind of Borderlands spinoff, um, and I I love the humor with Tiny Tina. I know kind of like with the Lahaian Life game, uh, Tiny Tina's humor is subjective. Some people love it, some people hate it, um, but I I I really enjoy her humor. Um, I I thought the other uh, voice cast in the game um, with Ronda uh, Wanda Sykes and um, uh, Andy Samberg, Andy Samberg, and then the name of the the villain is, uh, is Will Arnett, right? Arnett, yes. yeah, yep, Will Arnett. Yep, Will Arnett. Rules, man. Um, the the voice cast I thought was really good. Um, I really liked the kind of I don't want to say RPG, but the whole character creation and then being able to put points into your stats. 
um, was was really cool. That's something uh, for Borderlands Four if they ever do it. That's something I really hope to kind of bring some of it into. Um, so and I I think we're probably going to get a sequel because um, uh, Gearbox and Randy Pitchford said that this game was a uh, was a really big success. Yeah, success, it exceeded and, sales expectations. Yeah, and and they said that they think they have a new franchise on their hands. So uh, definitely expect expect a sequel to listen in the next few years. Yep. Uh, and then Alex, before you move on to year number three, why is it that when Zach Wilson's playing, the Jets look like a high school football team? Because Zach whenever... Wilson sucks dick. Let me tell you. <laughs> and then whenever, hey, whenever oh anyone else comes in and play quarterback, they start the playing great. Joe Flacco? Yeah. Listen to me, man. Listen to me right now. The Bears stole Justin Fields because nobody fucking believes that a black yeah. quarterback is good at football. Zach Wilson sucks dick. He was so bad at fucking BYU. And he played at fucking BYU, man. Yeah. He didn't play in Ohio State. Uh, he was playing uh, all of these good teams. I consider quick, rant all night about how much quiz, I hate Zach Wilson. Uh, what does BYU uh, stand for? Brigham Young University. Okay, yes, you're right. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like a funny acronym. No, it's Brigham Young. And I yeah. don't know who Brigham Young is, so I'm assuming it's some stupid prophet. No offense for Mormon people. So, like, I Probably, don't give a yeah. shit. But, yeah. but, like, straight up. Oh, my God. Zach but, Wilson dude, this, like... this, this quarterback just came in, Streveler or whatever, and the Jets offense immediately started going down the field. <laughs> I love it. This, they have a this dude. guy they have has it thrown. They have a dude named Mike White. White Mike. Yes. Okay. He is the most mediocre fucking dude in the world, but he makes that, that offense look like it's Joe Burrow throwing that he, shit, bro. He's, it's insane. That, he has the most generic video game character name ever, Mike White. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think it's funny that, like, <laughs> yeah. It's um, like, that's, uh, that's, none, that's none of his real name. They just put his, they, they yeah, use a name right. generator. Um, anyway, Alex, uh, your number three for game of the year. Excuse me. My number three of the year, Horizon Forbidden West. Nice. So we've talked about this earlier, but uh, I think Horizon Forbidden West is a better example of what Horizon was. Um, it's not like that lady's talking to me every eight seconds, but the everything else uh, surrounding that game is pretty good. I think the combat is excellent. I actually had a lot of fun with the melee combat for once, and I thought the melee combat the first game was kind of eh, hit or miss. But this time around, it was a lot fun, a lot more fun. Uh, I think the traversal is really good. I think the story is incredible. It looks super great. Um, are you worried about uh, them releasing so many Horizon games that they... Yes. Yeah. Yes. So my biggest problem with a lot of franchises is fatigue. And it's it's it happens a lot, and it's kind of worrisome. Uh, it's kind of what I hope doesn't happen to God of War. Kind of what I hope doesn't happen with The Last of Us. Uh, I don't like franchise fatigue, especially with big names like this. Uh, but I guess we'll see. You know. Um, I I don't think it's gonna la- happen to Last of Us, um, because I think. Uh, I think the, the the source material, like the first game, was so good, and I think the HBO show is going to be so good that it will exceed uh, 
because it's not like I mean, yes, obviously, uh, we know that the last of us faction game is being made, and it seems like reports are saying, um, the reason I didn't include the story this week is because I mean, there there's people saying it, but it's it hasn't been confirmed yet. So um with Last of Us three being in 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 part three being in development, I don't think they're they're releasing so many games uh that it's becoming problem problematic. But with Horizon, you obviously you had Horizon one, you had Horizon Forbidden West. There's the VR game coming out next year. Uh we got obviously from the way the story ends, from what I heard, is that there's it sets up a, a, a third game in, in the core series. Then you have this co-op game that they're making. And oh by the way, uh sources are saying Sony's doing a, a horizon re- remake in the in the division that they did the last of us part one remake. That's like five more horizon games. Show. Yeah, and the T V show, that's like five or six horizon products that are in like active development. That's fucking insane. Um, so I, I do have a concern that they're going to oversaturate the horizon market. So, uh, but yeah. So Alex, that was your yep. three. Uh, yep, anything else three. to say on a on a horizon? Uh, no, I really want to play the Burning Shores. I think that'll be a really cool DLC. Yeah. I also I I but my only worry is that it's going to get too weirdly landmark about LA. Like the Hollywood sign and all the other weird shit that can be in LA. But yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now: if I don't see human shit on the fucking floor, it's not an accurate goddamn game of LA. Okay? Yeah, um, human fecal matter, people. That in uh, that in uh, uh, wildfires. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some wildfires. <laughs> well, in it. it is called the Burning Shore. Yeah, Somehow, uh, um, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Remember in um, uh, uh. In Zombie Land, they like about Bill Murray. Yeah, and somehow Bill Murray's Bill still alive. Murray. <laughs> yeah, like he's there. <laughs> oh god, so dumb. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it's back to me, right? Um, yep. So my number two is God of War Ragnarok. Um, I definitely, I, I number one. I, I love this game. It was fantastic. Um, at the end, I was definitely saying like <laughs> this game is is long. Um, this game is getting long in the tooth. I want this game to be over. Um, I just wanted to see like where the story went. I thought the story was really good. Um, I probably like the story of the first of God of War twenty eighteen a little bit more. Um, and it really bothered me. How much of a PS4 game this was? What do you mean? In the in the ways of like in in the gameplay when 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 you're playing as as Kratos or Atreus or whoever, there are so many of these like here's this like really slender path that you have to walk through slowly. Like oh yeah yeah yeah. There is here's a part where Kratos has to bend over and slowly like crawl through an area, and the reason that's there. It's because if you're playing this on PS4, the game is loading. and But it's not going to take you like a black screen saying, you know, please wait while we load this next section. You're just going to walk really slowly through this part and it loads the next part of the game. The PS5 doesn't have to do that because of how, how good the, the SSD is in it. So it was just disappointing 
also um the fast traveling system with how uh you would fast travel and then you'd go on that into that fucking tree and you would walk around in a circle but the ps5 doesn't need that it, it could just instantly no you're you right yeah and, now that you say that out loud i'm kind of like yeah you're right yeah but it's it's clearly a, this is just a <laughs> ps4 game that they just they up the graphics and stuff to put on ps5 which is fine I, I just really am and excited for the future to see what can Santa Monica do when they don't have these constraints to where it's like you have to put this stuff in because people are still playing this on a PS4. Um, uh, but other than that, like I mean, I, I def I mean I, the game was fantastic. Um, it's 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 my number two. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have much else to say on it than that. So. Uh, So this is my number one. I'm just going to say it's my number one. Okay. So I think everything that you said about the PS4 thing, never thought of it that way, but that's a really good point. I think the reason why it's my number one is because the story it told was so incredible. The gameplay elements, mostly all the companion portions, are so good and so fun that I think it kind of trumps all that stuff that makes it a PS4 game. Yeah. And I think it's actually, uh, you know, it is very long. And I think that some of that could have been trimmed off. But at the same time, I think those are really important parts as well. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it is a 10 out of 10 game, but it has its flaws, just like every game does. So I do want to say right at Ray that it is one of my favorite games that I've played in a long time. Yeah. But I'm not sure if it's gotten up to that point where it's like my favorite game of all yeah. time but it's still almost right there mm-hmm. i i also still think it's funny like you are kratos you once jumped off of gaia and like dropped miles down and like you know jammed your sword into like rock and like slid down it but there's a path climb over that fucking wagon you're a god right. you're kratos <laughs> Punch through the wagon, God! I saw you punch through that fucking monster. He wasn't made of wood. Punch through the fucking wagon. It, it's just, it's, it's, it's just funny when you like kind of poke holes through the story like that. Um, All right, but, I gotta, I gotta use the bathroom in just a second. Okay. Um, I, I do think it's funny to where you go, you look, you're at kind of like a cliff face, and you look down, and Kratos has to use his, um, uh, his. Chain swords. Uh, what what do you uh, what do you call those? Um, his blades of chaos. Yeah, his blades of cla- cla- blades of chaos. He uses one of the blades to get halfway down the cliff, and then he jumps off. And I'm like, you're a fucking god. You could just easily jump off, and then you're fine. Like yeah. you. But um, I, I feel like they kind of, they kind of imply that Kratos is not as powerful as he was when he was uh, the god of war in Sparta. Or in in in, uh, in Greece, yeah. I mean, um, he, he's older. Yeah. Um. So clearly, like at certain parts, like Kratos gets winded because, like, he's he's just not as part like oh. you said, powerful or as uh, athletic as he used to be, uh, unless he goes into his rage mode and like fucking rage. Yeah. Um. Okay. But um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. So so uh, I Sean, um yeah, you're number two. Yeah, I never did my, haven't done my number two yet. Uh, my number two is uh, Horizon from Midwest. Um, I mean, not much more to really say about it. The only thing, the only thing I will say though is that I want other 
Sony uh, developers to use the kind of character model technology they use in, in Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, because yeah. those character models, best character models that I've ever seen in a video game. They oh, they were they were so good and they look so lifelike. Well, and... I would say best. I, I've seen better like main characters, but I would say that's they're definitely the best NPC oh. characters I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I I really hope like uh, I mean I I don't know if they'd be able to uh, just because of memory constraints and stuff. But I would love like Rockstar to do like a Grand Theft Auto game to where. Uh, characters have you know character models like that, yeah. Yeah, that's um, but, great. Uh, um, so anything and, else to say, Josh? Um, no, I, I can't, I can't wait to see where they go in the third one. Um, like I, you know, I, I, I have an idea where they're gonna go. Um, what's gonna happen? Um, I'm wondering if Burning Shores will kind of help, kind of fill in the gap to, to give us better. <laughs> Uh, the better hints of what's going to happen. Maybe. So, uh, all right, uh, Andrew, what's nice. your number one? I think we all know. Uh, Alex, you didn't say your two yet, did you? Okay, my two is Call of Duty yeah. Modern Warfare Two. Oh, nice. um, yeah, I think this is one of the best Call of Duties ever made. Uh, I'm not sure if it beats out 2019 yet, but it is a very well put together game. So um, what was 2019? You, was that just Modern Warfare? Yeah. Okay. That's 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 one of that's like might be the best Call of Duty ever made, or at least the second best, because it's such an fucking incredibly well made game. This one is very well made. Some of the UI designs are not my favorite. The fact that the stats were missing right away was very annoying. Um, but I still those, think it those plays are, well. Those are the nitpicks that I have. The the UI is fucking trash. Oh god, it's so, so fucking bad. bad. And also, so my thing that I hate the most is in like, if you're in the the lobby, like multiplayer lobby, and you're messing with your guns, and someone goes to a different part of the lobby, it fucking kicks you out. And you have to go all the way. Dude, every fucking time. Oh my god. It's the world's worst crossplay game ever. Yes. And and, and I would say that my two nitpicks are the UI, but and also I think the maps are very lackluster. Um... I think that other Call of Duty games have had better multiplayer maps. Um, other than that, like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to game other than that. So, yeah, yeah, that's my um, So, uh, my number one, then, I mean, I already said what it was, but I already spoiled it, is Elden Ring. And I remember before God of War came out, or when I first started playing God of War, I was like, this might be Elden Ring for me. But the more I play God of War, it was clear to me, like, no, this is not going to be Elden Ring for me. Because Elden Ring was truly a transformative experience when it comes to open world video games. To where I think that every open world game should strive to be more like Elden Ring. And I don't mean difficulty-wise. That's not what I mean. What I mean is, like, Stop hand-holding your player. Stop putting so many uh, um, icons on the map and giving you just a thousand things to do. And, like, everywhere you go, you have someone calling you or you have someone telling you, like, hey, you should go do this or you should go do that. Trust the player to know what they want to do and just let them loosen the world. Like, that is what was transformative about it. And 
and that's not even to mention just the the fantastic enemy like boss design. Um, <coughs> that was such a game of like, I cannot believe I just did this. There, there's so many. Every build is like unique. Like my build was just like I'm a sword and shield guy, and I got to the point that like I had this massive like fucking cinder block hammer. That it was just a stick with a fucking giant cinder block on it, and I had a shield and I I just smashed. That's what I did, and other people would be like, "Well, I was a magic caster, or I was, or I used a staff, or I used whatever." And there's just so many ways to go through that game, and I I know people will complain about like the the story or the lore and. I will ag- agree with that, um, but I'll say that like I don't think it's about the story. I think it's just more like, hey, you know that you're trying to stop these this powerful being that's like destroying the world, and you just need to. It's just like a classic like old school like D and D storyline of like this this thing this dude this this powerful enemy is trying to um destroy the world you could just gotta fucking stop him it, it's no more it it's it's definitely deeper than that if you go into it but on the on the outside that's all it is um and the exploration was just incredible all these cool places that you go um and the the co-op was really good in it. Now I haven't played it since they add they've added like a lot of mods and stuff. Um because the way you did co-op was kind of frustrating. Not it wasn't uh frustrating as in like um Monster Hunter levels are frustrating because Monster Hunter was fucking awful when it came to co-op. Uh but this was more like, hey, when you enter in an, into an area, people can go into your game, but when you leave the area, they go back into their game. But there's been mods and stuff put out to where like now it's just full co-op to where people are with you all the time if you want them. Um, so I, I think that's pretty cool. I wish there was cross-play in it so I could play on like PS5 with my PC friends, but there's not, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, this 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 is my game of the year, and I think it's it's very well deserved. Uh, so Josh, uh, what is your game of the year i think uh i probably know where it is so go ahead yeah, it's, it's got a war um yep. i mean there's really nothing else uh to say that hasn't already been said about it um just a great game um i i will i will uh agree with angers that the game did get just a little long at the end um i if if you would have told me earlier this year, like, hey, you're gonna play, you're gonna play a new God of War, and you're gonna play Animus, and it's gonna take you almost fifty hours, I would be like, well, I don't believe that. That's too long for Sony first party God of War game. <laughs> My um, God, but... there was so much, um, there was so much filler in it. Like, uh, Alex, when you when you first go to Iron Ironwood, uh, as yeah. a trace, and you meet Angerboda, there was so yeah. much of like, you'd be riding this this fucking animal. It's like all this could be done. Yeah. In the cut, all, all this could be done in the cutscene, but it's like, right. hey, uh, ride this animal with me and let's collect some fruit. And then you'd be about to the end. She'd be like, "Don't worry, we're almost done." And you get there, and she'd be like, 
now help me go find this other thing. And other be like, thing. Yeah, right, right. You just said I was almost done. It's like, hey, can we swing by the Sherwin-Williams? I have to get, I have to get some paint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and all of this was done just to, like, have Anger Bo to talk more. Just to be like, hey, let's just add more length onto this game. And it was like, shit like that wasn't necessarily needed. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, other other than the filler, which you know, a lot of the trade stuff did seem like filler. Um, but you know, I'll I'll say I really do feel like the original plan may have been to have a trilogy, in that during development, when they early development was like name, they're like, you know what, it's going to take so long to get this game done, and then it would, and then to get the third game done, why don't we just take the story? It just kind of condensed the rest of it into one game. And I really feel like that's what they did. Yep. Um, so I mean it's I, I it, it is it is a really great game though, even with the filler. Um I, I love I love the combat. I love the the spear that Kratos gets. Um I, I even like after you get the spear, you start using it. And Mimir is like uh uh something about like uh I I see you already know how to use a spear. And Kratos is like it's the first weapon Spartans learn how to use. Um, yeah. So um, I I think it's going to be a while before we get another God of War game. I think oh, yeah. Santa Monica is going to do something else. Um, I mean, maybe they've done these two God of War games and they've been wildly success, su- successful. Uh, maybe Sony will let them go back to that sci-fi game that they were working on in the past if that's something that they would want to do. Um, or I mean, who? Who knows? Uh, they, you know, maybe maybe Sony would give them like a dormant IP that they have to work on. I don't know, but but also we've seen other studios make God of War games, so I don't think it's out of the possibility that a different studio makes a smaller God of War game. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I could I could definitely see a, a smaller studio making a God of War game spinoff where you're playing as Atreus and not Kratos. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that too. So, uh, uh, then, uh, yeah, that was uh, your one, also, right, Alex? Yep. Yes, yeah. my one is also that one. Cool. Now, I want to say something about Elden Ring. Um, yes. So, I'm actually wearing a hoodie of a band called the Acacia Strains. The Acacia Strains is a hardcore band out of Albany, New York. And uh, on the front of my hoodie right here is the Elden Ring logo with their with their band name. It's really cool. And on the back, it actually has the final boss. And it has the lead singer's character fighting the boss. So the guy who wanted, so the guy that they hired to do this asked, like, hey, can I do this? And he said, yes, only if you go and beat that boss. So the guy who made this hoodie that I'm wearing had to spend hours playing this game and go beat the final boss just to be able to make this. And it's so cool. I'll send you a picture. It's really dope. Yeah, but cool. it's like a limited run of like a hundred of them. It's super, super cool. But uh, I I want to play Elden. I want to play more of it because what I played was an incredible video game. It just wasn't my type of video game. But it was still such a game that it's like, okay, this is the future of video games. It truly is. But I hope that games take away from it. I hope games add stuff that Elden Ring didn't have or Elden Ring couldn't have and make it into their own. Um, (laughs) Sorry, the Jets just fucked up Royal Land with laughing. Yeah. Of course um, they fucking did to the Jets. But I, I'll I'll agree that like, you know, one of the biggest 
things that made Elden Ring great for me was also that playing just even if I was playing like single player, being in Discord with my with all my friends who were uh, also like huge uh, Souls fans. And so, like, if I had any issue with the game or any question, I had like five people who I could immediately ask, like, "Hey, guys, what does this do?" And and they and they would know what it does, and they would tell me what it does, and I'd be like, "Oh, okay." And since I'd know what to do, so if I went into this blind and didn't have like friends I could bounce, you know, questions or just stuff off of, then I would not have enjoyed the game nearly as much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's um, it really was one of the biggest like public discourse video games where I constantly yeah. saw everybody just like, hey, here's some cool things in Elden Ring, or hell, hey, here's some help with this boss or this boss or this. Yeah. Um, let me read you this. I saw this on a on Twitter today. This guy, um, someone had posted a review of uh, Elden Ring on Steam, okay. and this is his review. It's incredible. I am a 48-year-old father, probably one of the oldest people playing this game. I am a single father to my son, who is now 15. My son downloaded Elden Ring, and in less than a week, he had already played for more than 20 hours. This was terrible for me, as it was already hard enough for me to spend time with my son, as he is always out with his friends or just watching videos on TikTok. So I decided to make a Steam account and get this game to see if I can maybe play alongside him. I loaded into the game, did the tutorial, but I was stuck on what you're supposed to do. I asked my son for help, and he hosted the game for me to join. I loved it, as it was the best time I had spent with my son since my wife had died. Uh, Damn. This game, yeah, this game has ever since brought my son and I closer again, and now we actually spend time together outside the house as well. This game reminded me that there's fun to be had in everything, and it has brought both uh, brought both me and my son many happy memories. Uh, I think it's, it's awesome. a fantastic yeah. review, um, and it's great that like he was probably like, what am I doing? And his son was right, like, "Hey, right, just right. uh, if you if you do this or this in the game, that can help you along." And they were playing together. And his, I, I'm I'm guessing that before this, his father was probably like, you know, I can't believe you you game so much. Video games suck. Or like back when I was a kid, I just played Mario or whatever. And then he was like, you know what? I'm gonna actually get on my son's level and see what this is about. And then he was like, holy shit, me and my son can have fun doing this together. Like. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a really cool story. Yeah. Um, I Alex, I like your thing with the the that guy who designed that hoodie having to beat the final boss. Like, can you imagine if that was their policy for everything? Like, Weird Al, <laughs> like Weird Al Yankovic wants to make an Elden Ring song. They're like, only if you beat the final boss, man. Yeah. And Weird Al's like, I don't even know a video game. Is. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that that would be funny. Uh, all right well i think we're just about to let two hour limit uh yeah so yep yep uh so yeah next time uh we record or early next year we will have our uh predictions um we'll come up with five predictions um okay. for for the year uh it, we don't have to include a, a an outlandish prediction if you guys don't want to uh and then we will also do our video game draft and the way we're going to do it this year is i'm still going to be the one to write everything down but you guys are also going to write down your choices it's not going to just be me that has it so i don't forget so that way we all have our own lists and so we're still going to do the whole like you get two drops like if one of your games gets delayed out a year 
you get another uh, uh, pick if um, obviously if no one else has picked that game. Um, And so it won't get to the end of the year where we're like, holy shit, I have two games on my list that were delayed in August and I never even went back and picked something new. Like, um, so we'll, we'll try and be more on top of it this year. So, okay. Okay. Well, boys, if you got anything else to say, now is the time. Uh, Merry Christmas and happy new year. Yeah, Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy new year, you guys. Yep. Seriously. I will, uh, I will talk to you guys later. Yep. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.